0: charge right it did yeah it was on a red light and red means stop and i know green means go so yeah yeah. yep so uh, but we still got it worked out we got one that works here so praise the lord praise the lord glory just give glory to the name of the lord today and Always good to just give Him praise and glory. Because there's uh, one thing that that I know and that is sincere in my heart is I trust Jesus. Right. There, there may be a lot of things that I'm not great at, <laughs> but I feel like in my spirit I'm strong in trusting Him. You know, I'm trying, I'm, or well, I try to be anyway. Not trying to boast on myself. I just mean you know that that I trust in Him, so maybe not in my ability, I trust in His, that's a good way of putting it, I trust in His ability, glory to the name, yes, hallelujah, hallelujah, I just trust in His ability, and I know He's capable of all things, He fills in, He fills in where I'm lacking, amen, <laughs> praise the Lord, praise the Lord, but good to be with you this morning, and uh, I want to, uh, uh, open up our uh, scripture text. It's going to be going to the book of Matthew, chapter 27, and going to read verse 51 for our opening text. Matthew 27, begin in uh, verse 50, uh, 51. There, and it says, "Then behold, the veil of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom, and the earth quaked and the rocks were split." Then behold, the veil of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. And the earth quaked, and the rocks were split. This morning, I want to talk to you a little bit on the the subject: direct access to Jesus. And I believe everyone probably recognizes this scripture, and uh, where it talks about the veil of the temple was torn from top to bottom, and uh, that direct access is is that goes from that ab- that we have to Jesus. Amen. Amen. Glory to the name of the Lord. Are you thankful for that direct access that you have this morning? Hallelujah, hallelujah. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Lord, I give you praise and glory for the service thus far. And, Lord, I just praise your holy name. And now as your word goes forth, Lord, just use me and direct me uh, as you see fit. Lord, I want to be used by you, uh, Lord, uh, in your way. So just direct me as you see fit, Lord. Let the word go forth uh, to the hearers, Lord, that they may not only hear your word but be doers of your word as well. And I give you praise and glory in your name, in the name of Jesus. Let the church say. Amen, amen. So this morning, I want to uh, welcome everyone who may be watching by the way of the Internet there online. Welcome you, Christ Family Church. Praise the Lord. And, uh, if you have your Bibles with you, to uh, keep your Bible close. I'll give a couple uh verses out, and you can follow along uh, with us as we're reading. But talking about direct access to Jesus, and uh, this morning, you know, many places have restrictions uh, for us as we go as we go out in public. Uh, the stores, uh, you'll see the sign uh, "Employees Only," or different places you may go, you, you'll notice some sort of restriction where you're not supposed to go. You, you you're not supposed to be there. Um, there was uh, this past uh, earlier year where we had all them heavy rains and uh, we had a lot of flooded streets. They put barricades up, do not enter. And some folks heeded those warnings and others just totally overlooked it and figured they could go through it. And there was a couple lives lost because they didn't abide by the restricted access, you know, at that time. And uh, another area where. Uh, that's a restricted access, and uh, I, this is a personal account, is like at a racetrack. If you've ever been to uh, go to a race, uh, you, most of the time you just get a basic ticket. You just go sit in the stands. But there is, if you pay to get the uh, added credentials, you can go, like, by on pit Road and maybe even into the garage area, and you have to wear the little badges and things like that that allows you, grant you access to that area because if you don't have the credentials, you can't get in there. You know, and one time in particular, uh, not in NASCAR, is this is the open wheel uh, racing, the Indy cars. I had a, uh, I've got a good friend that I work with. His wife works for Bridgestone Americas, and uh, back when the speedway at Lebanon was in operation, I don't know if you all remember, but Indy car racing was there was the regular there. They come, they come all the time, and uh, Bridgestone was a, um, what do you call it, a sponsor sponsor of them and so uh, they would have a hospitality tent and my friend asked me if I'd like to go I said sure I'd like to go and we went we went to the hospitality tent and in the hospitality tent where we ate and everything there was Michael Andretti and uh, uh Michael Andretti's the son of Mario Andretti. If uh, if you recognize that name, I don't know if you recognize Michael, but anyway, I thought, wow, that's pretty cool. And uh, he was signing autographs, so I went and got the autograph. And the, then we had the credentials to go on pit road and see how they did things on pit road. And it was real neat and the experience. I enjoyed it, but I could not have done that without the credentials. It was restricted access, otherwise. And so, the, uh, and that how that's how it was. Back in the, uh, the time of the Israelites, uh, back uh, until in Jesus' time before he come and up until his uh, crucifixion, the, there's a high priest uh, that had uh, direct access to God. And, uh, the high priest was a mediator between them and God. And the high priest responsible for seeing that the duties of the other priest was fulfilled and also the important responsibility that he had. And it was once a year, uh, that he had to go into the Holy, of, the Holy of Holies on the Day of Atonement. It was his responsibility to number one offer a bull sacrifice for uh, his sin and his household sin, and then he would offer uh, the sacrifice of a goat for the uh, uh, sin offering for not only the people's sin but also he had to make atonement for the tabernacle sin because it was considered to be the tabernacle to be defiled uh, by the sins of the people there as well. And it was a, he was uh, considered the high priest, and he was the one with considered direct access to god because we know the holy of holies is where the glory of god was and it was his responsibility for that in in jesus's time uh Ka- Ka- was the high priest during jesus time i'm thinking i pronounced that right but Capius. copias there you go i was trying to get it out right and he was the high priest of jesus time Uh, During that, so this veil that that was rent in two, torn in two, that we read about in Matthew, torn from top to bottom, was this inner veil within the tabernacle, and this uh, this happening at the time, direct time of Jesus's uh, death, was showed a visible sign to the people that there's a new covenant, and that God's plan of salvation is through Jesus. And especially now that we had, it was showed that we had direct access to God. You no longer had to have that uh, the high priest mediator that you had to t- take your sacrifice to. It was direct access uh, to God. Hebrews 10, chapter 10, verses 19 and 20. Therefore, brethren, having boldness to enter the holiest by the blood of Jesus, by a new and living way which he consecrated... For us through the veil that is his flesh, and that supports uh, what I just uh, told you there. That's what Jesus was talking about when he told Thomas in John 14 and 6. Jesus said to him, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except. Through me. He didn't say by me. He said through me. And that was symbolic for that veil. That symbol to go through through him. That is the way through the Father. So in essence, you can look at it as Jesus is now kind of the mediator. But we have direct access because we know we believe Jesus and God to be one. Amen. And the Holy Spirit, all three in one acting in accordance together. So that is our direct a mode of contact with Him, and I'm so thankful today that there's a new covenant that I can get direct access to God. Whenever I need help, whenever I'm in time of trouble, I have direct access to Jesus. Amen? It, it does my heart good to know that, but I questioned, though, this morning, and it was kind of stirring in my heart uh, that... That some this day and time, it seems like a lot of uh, Christians and church people are wondering, with such easy access to Jesus, then why is it sometimes we feel so far away from Him? Why is it sometimes that we feel like we're held back or we don't have this direct access to Him? Uh, Maybe it's because our heart isn't right with Him. Our heart needs to be right with Him today. Jesus told the Pharisees that that Isaiah prophesied, Well of you hypocrites, and it is written, This people honors me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. Our heart cannot be far from God this morning. Our heart needs to be in a right place, in a right mind with Him. David said that... uh, In Psalms 51 and 10, in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a steadfast or right spirit within me. When we acknowledge our sin and our wrongdoing, like David was doing in this passage, he wanted God to create a steadfast heart in him. And that's what we have to have in today's time. With everything that's going on, is a steadfast and pure heart, a clean heart. We should be searching and seeking God daily, uh, uh, asking forgiveness of our sin, creating us a clean heart. Lord, show me what it is that I'm going wrong. Show me what it is. I'm I'm open to you. I'm searching you. I'm seeking you. I'm trying to draw near to you. I want to know with everything that's in me where in the area that I'm going wrong. Because everything is different for everybody. Everyone has different situations that has different temptations that the devil tries to pull you away with. So we all need to be... Constantly searching Jesus, one thing uh, that will definitely get us away from his direct contact with God is our sins because our sin will flat out separate us from God. a lot of times, Christians wonder why god don 't answer prayer or that he 's not responded to a request, but it's, they say, "Why do I feel so lonely or god 's uh, supposed to be so near, but i don 't feel him why won 't he answer my prayer?" But in Isaiah 59 and 12, so they think that God must not be able to respond or hear them. But in Isaiah 59, verse 1 and 2, Behold, the Lord's hand is not shortened that it cannot save. The Lord can still save. His hand ain't shortened, nor His ear heavy that it cannot hear. He can still hear. There's nothing wrong with God. It's not on God's end. It's not his, It's not with Him. But your iniquities have separated you from your God. And your sins have hidden His face from you, so that He will not hear you. And that a lot of times is our problem as uh, Christians today, is sometimes we allow uh, something separating us from God, a sin. We may not even realize it. We may not even realize of sin. That's why it's so important to search Him out and seek Him out, because there may be something that, that's that's holding us back, and we don't even realize it. That's why it's so important for us to daily have a walk with Jesus, and, and pray and fast and search Him that He can Open our eyes to these things. Today's society, there's a massive watering down of what's right and what's wrong. And this, this. Uh, causes a overflow onto Christians. I believe we are constantly seeing TV shows and now even commercials that go totally against the holy moral nature that we are supposed to uphold. I've seen commercials that I can't. I can't believe it's a commercial. But it, as time has progressed and went along over the generations, it used to be uh, uh, the F- FCC communications would prevent certain content from being on. Now it's like there's no no gate or or, or I don't, I don't no It's like a floodgate of just whatever you want to put on there. You can find and watch anything that has to do with anything that's immoral at any given time, whether it's on TV or on uh, YouTube or on your uh, your phone. It does not matter. There there's no shortage of immorality and vulgar lewd behavior on television. It's out there so wholeheartedly, and with all this going on in our everyday lives, we get used to seeing it, we get used to hearing it, and we tend to want to overlook it or become numb to it even, and sometimes we even get the attitude of, well, that's just the way things are these days, and we get this attitude, and, and a, uh, a lot of younger people have the what's-the-big-deal attitude. You know it, it's not that big a deal. I'm stronger than that, or I know better than that, but and even even us older older ones, we we have this kind of like overlooking attitude as well, but we are called to be set apart of this world and if we don't stay on guard with our minds and our spirit the devil will seek us out to destroy each and every one of us that's exactly his intent and he will use the very thing that you think you got control of to get to you you think you have control of it but you really don't glory to name it's I, I'm, gonna, I'm I'm going to get a little tight with you right now and start talking on holiness but but it needs to be said and I feel like the Lord wants to have it said, We are to strive to be holy. In 1 Peter chapter 1, verses 13-16, Therefore gird up the loins of your mind, be sober, rest your hope fully upon the grace that is to be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. As obedient children, not conforming yourselves to the former lust as in your ignorance, But as he who called you is holy, you also be holy in your, in your conduct, in all your conduct, because it is written, be holy for I am holy. And i submit to you this morning that we may not be as being as holy as what we should be as children of God. There's a lot of things we watch, a lot of things we see that we should be, when we, we come across it, we, we are to be calling it out as unholy and flipping the channel, turning it off and doing away with it. I want to give you, if I can, somewhat of an illustration this morning. You think you have, we think we have control of it all and we don't need to be whole. We don't really need to be so tight about it. We don't, we don't need to be kind of look so different and dress differently. Uh, we don't need to talk so much about Jesus. We, we don't need to really, uh, uh, turn off the tube or, 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 do, or go certain places. Maybe, you know, maybe we go places we know we shouldn't go. But I ask you this morning, let's imagine if you would, if Jesus Himself was sitting right there in that chair, if He was sitting there in that chair, you know, it kind of, kind of, kind of uh, totally different. But you know, a lot of times in Christmas time, Santa Claus would be sitting in a store somewhere, and everybody lines up to go greet Santa Claus, right? Well, if Jesus was, was sitting in that chair. Would we all be wanting to rush up to him and, and greet him and hold him, and would we have that boldness that we just talked about and confidence in the Lord or 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 would we be so kind of nervous and scared? Will we fall before his feet and, and just uh, uh, beg for some forgiveness and, and, and have concern and, and almost a contrite heart within ourselves uh, because we know that we know who's sitting there we recognize that's Jesus sitting there we know that he is holy have we ourselves been been holy enough to even go approach him have, have we been holy enough to, to even consider be worthy to be in his presence we as christians we need to strive to be more holy we are to steer away from all kind of fornication all kind of, of lewdness we have to steer, uh friday night uh the the uh visiting minister uh over there at FAC he talked about a story uh, of a young man who after service come up to him and got so mad with him because he jumped on his music. He got upset with him because he's talking, talking about music and he uh, he was really going talking about how you should be listening to the whole, holy music, you know, or music that brings glory to the name of Jesus. There I don't care what genre it is. I don't care what it is you listening to if it does not bring uplift your spirit and bring glory to the name of the Lord really and truly, it does not need to be listened to. You ought to be turning the station and listening to something else that brings glory to the name of the Lord because you need to gird your mind up with the things of the Lord. You need to be ready and on guard and ready to attack the devil at any cost. But this young man was ready, he said, ready to fight him because he didn't see nothing wrong with that music list too and even said that his daddy told him that it was nothing wrong with it and it was okay. Well, we are to be set apart and be holy. We are to not listening to everything that everybody else is listening to. I know a lot of it's catchy and a lot of it's popular, but there are a lot of good Christian songs that you can feel the Spirit of the Lord is if you get involved and get into it. We are to be set apart. We are to act different. We are to look different. We are to be different as children of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Give the Lord praise this morning. Glory to His name. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! I know. I know it's not popular to talk about being holy, and we and we really feel like, well, it just gets a little too tight, and we feel like the, that that uh, you know it it just doesn't take that much anymore uh, to be to be that holy. But I submit to you, like I said earlier that God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. It's us in our flesh that that still continually want to walk in our flesh instead of walking in our spirit that we drift away from Him and we start getting this distance instead of this direct access to Jesus that we're supposed to have. Glory to the name of the Lord. We are to... Be imitators of God. We're not to be uh, in Ephesians in chapter five and verse four. It's a, it talks about some things that will uh, not enter the kingdom of heaven. It says neither filthiness nor foolish talking nor coarse jesting, which are not fitting, but rather giving of thanks. For this you know, that no fornicator, unclean person, nor covetous man who is an idolater has any inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and God. This morning, I want my inheritance with Christ. I trust in Him, I believe in Him, and I want my inheritance, and I want to protect that inheritance. I want to gird that inheritance up, and I want to be as holy as I can be. And this go, it goes for me too. I have to constantly ask Jesus to show me the way, guide me, direct me, because when that day comes, I want to go before Him with boldness. I want to be, not be ashamed when I approach Him and not feel like, oh, uh, that He is here and I have to turn and run because I know there's things that's not right in me. When I go out on Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday and Thursday and Friday and Saturday and come right back in here on Sunday, I, I'm not putting on a show here. I want to be the same every day that ends in Y. Amen? I want I want to be the same every single day that that... Jesus is living inside of me, but I want Him to be welcome inside of me. Am I going into an establishment that He that He's going to approve of, or is He going to take a hike when I step foot in the door? I and He gives me the strength to know better. He that when you had, He gives you that conscience that to to know the difference between what to do and what not to do. He gives us that strength. Glory to the name of the Lord. Praise the name of bro, Brother Cowell. You come on up. Praise the Lord. We're going to give a time this morning. If you want to stand, we're going to uh, give time for a prayer, for an au- altar call and prayer. We're going to uh, receive uh, uh, two. Um, cloths uh, for mom and daddy we're going to pray for those but this morning if you want to if you want to uh come and, and talk to the lord uh this morning you're more than welcome to or you have something you want prayed for we will do that with you this morning as uh brother kyle uh, uh play play something or i can uh try to sing uh oh how i love jesus if you can follow along with that what do you want to do brother